This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Oh, no one ever thinks about the two below the decks. They're drinking and they're partying and having lots of sex. They cook and clean and serve the rich with a smile all day. But when the richies leave the ship, the yachties get to play. yo ho yo yo ho yo yo We're heading up the gangplank and going down below. Bravo! Hey, gang. Welcome back to the final Gangplank Report recap for Below Deck Season 9. This is episode 14. They called it, We Made It, You Slags. And I did not know what slags meant. I'm here with Roy, by the way. Adrian is on charter in the Caribbean, and he was nice enough to come back and wrap up the season with us. Hey, Roy. Hey, Jen. I'm very excited. Thanks for having me back. Filling in for Adrian again while she's uh, basking in the warm sun in the Bahamas. You're right. <laughs> I think they're stuck in the Keys this time because oh, of weather in the Bahamas. Yeah. Oh, fair enough, then. Did you know what slags meant? Yes, yeah, slag is. I think Jake probably wrote that up on the door there. Slag is basically a term for, first of all, it means like a, a loose lady being a slag, uh, uh, an okay. easy girl. Also, it means a piece of shite. Oh, okay. someone a slag. <laughs> so, okay. so the way Jake said it goes, you know, you know, we, we kind of use slags. That's like calling everyone like you idiots, you, you whatever, okay. you garbage. But slag is basically an English term from the old days of smelting iron and basically that was a byproduct of impurities or whatever. That's the definition that I know because Uh John works at a manufacturing company. And so anything with welding, all the stuff that comes off is called slag. So it was just like, it didn't make sense to me Uh as like a pejorative. (laughs) So I'm like, but that's a real word. So (laughs) I almost kept it the same, but since we've changed the name every other episode, I decided we had to keep with tradition to go. So yeah. (laughs) yeah. So you have three to choose from this time. I didn't go into the six or seven this time. I've narrowed it down for you. Okay. (laughs) The first one is all's well that ends. Okay. Uh, There's no well at the end of that. It just, we're happy it ends. Well, okay. (laughs) (laughs) The second one is unburrable in reference to Aaron Burr in this season being practically unbearable. Uh And the last one is close your mouth because Heather could not shut up during the silent galley. Close your mouth. That's the best one. Okay, (laughs) that's what we're going to go with. So the finale in our world is close your mouth and we will get to the rapid recap really quick and break it all down for you. So the beach picnic went over well, despite the foamy ice cream. 
Rachel is planning on buying a 40 foot bus with a commercial kitchen and living quarters to tour the country. Jake and Fraser make plans to share a hotel in Miami after the charter's finished. Heather wants Eddie and Jake to reenact the Hamilton Burr duel and Cap thinks that shtick like that is cheesy as F. Rachel is exhausted and wants to be able to focus on dinner so she wants a silent galley. Kaylee is Medusa level scared of Rachel during dinner prep. Heather can't shut her mouth for a nanosecond in spite of repeated requests. Cap jokes at dinner that he could get two or three Eddies for one Rachel. Heather can't handle the fact that Raina doesn't want to socialize with her. Eddie docks the boat for the first time. The guests end the tip season a bit anticlimactically with a $17,000 tip but they did earn $147,000 over the season. The evening out is a back and forth volley of passive aggressive behavior that turns into full on aggression by the end. And then when everybody leaves, they all hug it out and say their goodbyes. And that is your rapid recap. So the whole thing was kind of anticlimactic, don't you think? It was indeed, wasn't it? To be honest, glad it's ended. I'm actually glad it's ended and so looking forward to sailing, but we'll concentrate on the last one today. (laughs) Right. Yeah. I'm looking forward to sailing too. And about halfway through last night, I was like, I can't believe this is it. Mm. This is all that's happening. And even the so-called drama Mm -hmm. at dinner was really, I mean, it's ironic that in the States, tomorrow it's going to be groundhog day because that's what it felt like it was just the same thing over and over we've been fighting about the same stuff and it gets kind of exhausting Mm. just to hash and rehash I guess my thing with Heather is I don't like people who can't take no for an answer Mm. you have to have you like them Mm -hmm. because I'm just not that person if I don't vibe with you I don't vibe with you and I can be cool and I can work with you and do whatever, but she's so bossy, bossy, (laughs) (laughs) just over the top about everything. Mm. Nothing is even keel and flat. It's always so dramatic. Like she's trying to prove herself. She's just trying to prove herself. That's what it is. Guess what? I have a surprise for you. Oh, who have we got on here? Hi. Adrian's popping in. Hey. Hey. I made it. Yay. We're excited. I didn't tell Roy. I wanted it to be a surprise because if you couldn't show up, I didn't want him to be disappointed that he was stuck with only me. (laughs) (laughs) But no, Adrian was able to work out some time to pop in here and talk about the finale with you and me, Roy. So wonderful. I just finished up guest breakfast and I'm going to have to pop out here in a few more minutes, but I couldn't not for the finale join you guys for this because in between serving my guest dinner last night, I was able to catch some of the episode, not all. Mm -hmm. Jen caught me up a little bit more because there was a lot of dialogue, obviously, that I missed while I was planking plates around and stuff. But holy cow, that was, (laughs) that escalated quickly. I was was, like trying to like put plate dinner and watch it at the same time because there's actually a TV in the galley on this boat and I'm watching it and I'm just like they don't need to eat right this second do they? (laughs) It'll be be hot in a minute. 
<laughs> That's funny. I'm sorry you spent so many hundreds of thousands of dollars on this trip. I'm watching reality TV right now. <laughs> you guys scheduled dinner while Below Deck is on, and it's the finale, guys. Rude. <laughs> Well, we were just talking about Heather and how it bugs me that she can't seem to be okay with somebody not liking her and that everything she does is kind of over the top and how it almost feels like it's not so much about her and Raina's relationship, but how it looks to everybody else. But I want to hear, since you're on limited time, fill us in on what your thoughts were. I mean, I agree with that. I don't think it's as much about, because I've worked on boats where I haven't gotten along with somebody on board before. And it's the kind of thing where, I know, (laughs) shocking. And you still have to do your job. I mean, you still have to, to the best of your ability, accomplish the common goal, which is to make sure that the guest experience is the best that it possibly can be. And I can't see that the guest experience in in any part of this season was necessarily interrupted by that controversy between the two of them but I can't say that it didn't dampen some of their enthusiasm for what they were doing because they're two in their heads about what's going on and not doing their primary function there which is their job right And so one of the biggest things about yachting is that you really have to, and the people that fizzle out of this industry very quickly are the people that don't understand how to compartmentalize your personal and your professional and be able to, regardless of whatever's going on at home or whatever's going on with your interpersonal relationships on board the boat, can't separate those two and get the job done really and I think you're right there's been a couple of different times where Heather has indicated that she was bullied and that she didn't really fit in and so she's probably on a perpetual life quest for acceptance and Mm -hmm. that's something that you probably have to acknowledge about her personality but do I have to like it no (laughs) no not not when it comes across as trying too hard and I think people can read that whether you acknowledge that that's what it is or not that Mm -hmm. personality type that's going to try to be overly buddy buddy with you or that's going to try really hard to be too nice to you and too into whatever you've got going on in your life feeling like that's them being generous enough to give you their time to understand you but it's not really that because it still has a selfish end, right? right. That's not everybody, but that's people like that that are genuinely just seeking interpersonal connection and acceptance all the time. And it's exhausting mm-hmm. on some level. So, I mean, that's my thoughts on that. I don't know where you guys stopped when I popped in. She just makes me tired. Roy hasn't got to say his thoughts yet. What are your thoughts, buddy? So I just do my nails there. Sorry, I'm back now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I think she tries too hard, like Adrian was saying, you know, is having that acceptance thing and buddy, buddy. And I mean, for the camera, you could really see it. It really stood out that she had to be saying something, even if it was just pathetic, useless words. She just had to come right. up with something to make people acknowledge that she was present. And seeing her in the galley, when Rachel said, is a quiet galley here, she just couldn't keep her mouth shut. She couldn't keep out of there. All the cameras focusing on Rachel. Let's pop in there. Let's make myself look busy. And then Rachel just tells us to shut up, basically, and let me concentrate. And I could imagine not real crew, your crew, Chief Stews, would be like mm-hmm. that, trying to get camera time just because it's below deck. I think, like Adrian says, you all gel together. You put your personal stuff aside and you just plow forward of giving the people the best experiences. But I think the most important thing is, is that crew, 
always has to be 100% gelled together. Otherwise, it just won't work in such a small, confined area. And you have to spend so much time with each other. That's the main thing, isn't it? Yeah. And I honestly don't like to repeat myself. If I feel like I've made myself crystal clear, I'll let it go the first time. But the second time, if I haven't made myself clear, I make sure that there is no doubt. And I feel like Rachel did that multiple times with her last night and she just wasn't getting it. And knives would not have been good for me to be around right there because I would have stabbed her. But before you have to go, Adrian, we'll skip ahead a little just so you can give your thoughts on the actual only drama that happened which was the night out. And I know I saw you tweet last night about protect Wes at all costs. And I concur with you, but you want to share your thoughts there? Yeah, I don't have to run quite this second, but yeah, I mean, for what it's worth, I understand all the rest of that that was going on. And Mm -hmm. I missed bits and pieces of the conversation because I was in the middle of serving dinner to charter guests. But, you know, the part that I did see was Raina coming after Wes and mm-hmm. his approach and his experience and all of those things in his life are totally different than the way that she approaches things and her life experience. And I just thought that the way that she went after him was nasty and uncalled mm-hmm. for. And I wanted to jump through the screen to defend him, mm-hmm. to like stand right. as a barrier in front of him. Because I mean, it's their last night out. The last thing that anybody wants to do is end this thing on a bad note because it's been so sour already. Mm-hmm. Like just open up the wound and pour some lemon juice and salt into it. Like why? Let's just have a good night. It right. doesn't have to be this way. And I feel like that's probably where he was, you know, mm-hmm. mentally is just like, let's just get through this and get it over with. Like, I, again, I missed most of the dinner conversation, so I don't really know what led up to that, but it just seems so crazy to me. And then seeing him sit there and her scream at him, I was just like, oh no, Wes, like I just wanted to hug him. Yeah. Poor guy. I don't know. What do you guys think? I was a little bit team Rainer at first thinking, you know, good for her speaking up for herself. You know, I, I quite like that in people and stuff like that. But after the Wes incident in, in the car, I lost all respect for that girl completely. And the tarot and and the abuse, the verbal abuse she gave Wes was just uncalled for. It really wasn't. Like Adrian, I just wanted to grab her out of that thing, just say, walk, we're drive back, you know, cool off. It, it was just uncalled for. Just absolutely uncalled for. And Wes is such a lovely fellow as well. He's a really nice person. You can see that. And uh, he didn't deserve that at all. Didn't deserve that at all. And he did fight her corner. He did fight her corner for her as well, you know. And was he supportive did. all that time. All that time supportive. And just for yeah. her to turn on him like that was just uncalled for, I'd say disgraceful yeah i was along with you guys as well i think the west thing was over the top i kind of part of me can get why she was feeling like everybody was consoling heather and hugging her petting her that kind of thing eddie when he came out to break it up he didn't go to heather he went straight to reina and said you said you didn't want to talk about this when it Mm -hmm. was heather who started it and brought it up again. So she's got Eddie, who's not on her side. Fraser is friends with both Heather and Raina. So he's not fully on her side. He had tried to pull her aside during dinner and say, just stop, just let it go. Let's just have a good night. And so he'd already shown that he didn't want any part of it that night. Um, Kaylee is Heather's friend. So 
even if Raina likes her, there's no support there. Rachel's friends with both Heather and Raina. And Jake was in the other van already. So I can understand why in the moment she might expect Wes to have her back. And when he didn't, why it would sting her, but where she took it was so far beyond. The thing that I'm feeling about her is I can agree that this whole thing up to this point where I can be mad at Heather for what she said, I can be mad at Eddie for how he handled it and be on Raina's side. But in moments like this, I have no problem being off Raina's side. Mm. I'm not permanently team Raina. I judge people based on their actions. And in this situation, I feel like she took it too far. Even the next day when they weren't drinking anymore, she still didn't dial it back, which is what really stuck me on the side of, okay, you've gone too far. And we're seeing it a little bit now as well with her doing the podcast to kind of give her side on everything. And from what she's teased, trash below deck and production and all of that. So I'm not thrilled with how things have gone since the show. I'm not thrilled with how that night ended and how she ended things with Wes. I mean, for her to hug it out with Heather the next day and not really hug it out with Wes, I didn't understand Mm -hmm. that. That made no sense to me. And then to dismiss her behavior as drunken rantings, Mm -hmm. and that's okay. Right. But other people doing the same is not okay. And I'm not saying what Heather said or did was okay Uh in any way, shape, or form, but that's, you can't have it both ways. Exactly. The double standard of it all. Yeah. Right. So it was a little tough, but I feel like you can be objective and you can think one way about Raina in a situation, but you don't have to cheerlead her through bad behavior because I just can't, I can't support that. Wes did nothing. Like you said, Adrian, he was probably just looking to have a good night out. He told her, she said it, she admitted that she said it like, look, it's on camera. It's not all in your head. Nobody's going to think that this didn't happen. I think Raina is a, a very strong character in the form that she's got a lot of anger and issues within her. And whatever catalyst will bring that out was brought out mm-hmm. on the boat, obviously. But she carried on making it an issue after one after and one after another and keep bringing it back up. Like you said, you don't want to talk about it. Eddie said, don't you don't want to talk about it. You know, mm-hmm. Wes says like, carry on, put it behind you, let's move on. But she couldn't drop it. And uh, like Adrian was saying, it's all right for her to have a drunken apology to Wes, but Mm -hmm. it's like... It wasn't even an apology. She just said I was drunk. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. I was drunk, blah, 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 blah. So that means you need to accept my behavior, whatever that looks like, because Regardless, yeah, yeah. So if you don't agree with her and you're not on her side, I think, you know, it's quite tough to be around someone like that because you have to eggshell it around her all the time because you never know when she's going to blow off or... Or whatever so but my theory i don't know i was thinking about this the other day why she's got so much hatred towards heather and it started off very very early believe it or not and i'll tell you what my theory is because okay. she fancied jake and jake was making moves on heather i remember <laughs> that episode where she was yeah. like under her breath cursing this and that and like, well what's that girl got that i haven't blah 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 and stuff like that <laughs> And from there onwards, it was always very abrasive towards Heather mm-hmm. for some reason. I don't know why. I don't know. I could be completely wrong. I could be completely yeah. so far out I was going to say, I don't have the hots <laughs> for Jake at all, and I can't stand Heather. So. 
but Reina has got the hot Jake though, hasn't she? Big yeah. time. Well, Big they time. both. It, that was so weird. With like, how are we spending our last night? And let's do a cuddle in your room and what? It was just like, and they were making out on the way to the dinner. It, it's just their whole relationship <laughs> is bizarre to me. Uh-huh. I grew up in an era where friends with benefits wasn't a thing, so <laughs> I don't I understand. Was- Jake is just a man whore. That's all he is. Just a man whore. That's that's all I can say about that boy. <laughs> well, and at the very least, he owns it. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's got yeah. no shame, that boy. No scruples no. of shame. <laughs> <laughs> and he wanted to become an actor. He was t- uh, saying to everyone after doing the Hamilton uh, thing with Eddie. And uh, yeah, who was it who said something that he wanted to go for my fans only? Was it was it Kaylee who said oh, my only fans? fans. <laughs> only yeah. fans. <laughs> yeah. He said he was thinking about doing porn, and Kaylee said only fans, and he said that he had the mustache for it. Which <laughs> I don't know that only fans requires facial hair but <laughs> i've never been on it so i couldn't say <laughs> oh thank goodness for that jen thank goodness for that <laughs> really but the other thing i wanted to say so i genuinely thought that on some level especially the way that apparently captain lee teased this upcoming finale Mm-hmm. That there would be some kind of news that we would get, whether he was going to stick around for the next season or whether he was going to promote Eddie to captain or whatever, whatever that was going to look like, you know, hand the torch over. But it doesn't seem like there was anything to really indicate. And, you know, we put out our predictions a couple of weeks ago about who we thought would probably be coming back based on what we've seen and knowledge that we have elsewhere from social media and things like that but like i didn't get any kind of an indication one way or another did you guys no not at all unless they really did a heavy edit on it last minute and said right rewind it a bit and we leave it here on the bridge and we just shut it off from there and they might have like continued after that and said right this is going to be a bin on the floor we can't go through all this stuff going on with rainer and blah 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 let's just leave it as this meanwhile because someone on twitter put a message up to him saying are you coming back or are you leaving? And Captain Lee replied back saying, well, if they want me back, I'll be back. So that leaves it quite open really, doesn't it? Right. The only little bit of a clue I got was during the whole goodbye segments. And he did say that he was proud of Eddie and that he really would like to see Eddie take over when it was time for him to retire. Mm. That was the only clue they gave we've discussed all season here on gangplank that eddie's not ready and i don't think there's anything that could have happened between the end of filming then and now Mm. don't they start filming the new season right about now adrian yeah end of february i don't think that that's enough time for him to get all the knowledge he needs so i think we will definitely see captain lee back for at least another season beyond that i don't know Sorry, I just want to ask Adrian something because she knows the hierarchy better. Adrian, you're the first officer. That's basically second in command. That's basically a person who can do, knows the bridge, does the navigational, and can park and drive the boat, according to their license, I, I presume, correct? Correct. So basically, like, for example, my Sienna is a 700 uh, GT, which is 700 gross ton. So Captain Lee would obviously be qualified to do that. But would Eddie, you know, is he up to 300, 500 gross ton vessel ships license? I don't know. So how would he qualify? Yeah, I don't know what his current license is. And Uh and I kind of explained this to Jen before, but it's a catch-22 
You yeah. can't get insured to drive a boat like that unless you have the experience to drive a yeah. boat like that, but exactly. you have to have the experience to drive mm -hmm. a boat like that. So the only mm -hmm. way to do that is under the supervision of somebody else who's licensed and then they okay. sign off on your sea time. Gotcha. So in order for him to qualify even for that, first of all, docking a boat and taking it off the dock one time during a six week charter is not going to be enough time for him to qualify unless he's doing something off camera in real life. Yeah. But to my knowledge, the boats that he's driving don't even qualify for anything close to that tonnage. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't keep up with him. I don't follow mm -hmm. his day-to-day -day yeah. operations when he's not on the show. But to my knowledge, he does not have the qualifications and the experience that would garner a position like that without an exorbitant amount of experience doing that. So, yeah, I, can imagine. I mean, does the show think he's ready? Sure. Is that real life? Would the insurance company allow him to? Absolutely no. not. <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah. And that was my thing, because when we saw him dock and what Adrian's talking about, she and I talked earlier this morning and I had asked her because I put up a poll last night and I took it down because it could be interpreted as being mean. And I wasn't being mean. I was really asking the question when they did that whole thing with him from the wing station and him saying he didn't have bow thrusters and Captain Lee saying, well, I'll take it in from the inside. And then they come back from commercial and all of a sudden the bow thrusters are fixed. And I wasn't sure if Eddie was really docking the boat because I didn't know if he could be insured to do that because we're talking a multi-million dollar vessel. Yeah. And from what we know of his history, he doesn't have the qualifications to do that. So I was surprised by that. And then Adrian explained to me about the supervision. So unless they had like Alex who came in mm -hmm. and fixed the bow thrusters unless he was off screen the whole time supervising Eddie while he did it I don't see how it could happen this next season now seasons in the future it's possible it depends if Eddie wants to do it or not mm. he's at the point where he might want to settle down on land right so and that would require an immense amount of commitment to right. being on a boat and being out to sea and being gone from his new house and his girlfriend I guess and mm -hmm. all the rest of that and that would be I mean just in order for him to be able to qualify for that so right. I mean it's a good opportunity if that's what you want to do with your life but I don't really know so we'll have to see who comes back and who doesn't I thought the meeting with Cap and Rachel at the end was a big tip that we'll see her next season mm -hmm. and Captain Lee even called it what we've been calling it all season here her redemption season and that he said that she did a pretty good job of having a redemption. So I think we were right about what her arc this season was intended to do. And that was to make up for her behavior last season. Yeah. She did nearly lose it with Heather mm -hmm. at the Barbie, Beach Barbecue. So she held it yeah. very, very well. She really did. She must have like pinched herself and say, right, bite your lip, bite yeah. your lip, Rachel. Just crack on, just crack on. <laughs> yeah. She held herself together better than I would have. <laughs> So I can't, I can't fault her there, but overall, what did you think, Adrian, about the tip? Were you surprised that they ended on such a stinker of a tip? Because that's only 2000 over the minimum. And these weren't the biggest complainers of the season either. Right. I mean, everything they wanted, they got. So, right. yeah, I was surprised by that, but 
147000 when you lump it all together, it sounds like a good season. Is it for six weeks? Absolutely. Okay. What are they dividing it by now? 12 people? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah Kaylee's on yeah right so I mean no I mean consider that that's six weeks worth of work that's not bad at all yeah and you're still making a salary of some kind on top of that no the salary especially for the newbies is not a lot but I mean yeah for six weeks worth of work you can take a decent vacation on that yeah that's about 2,000 I just did I pulled up the calculator because I wasn't going to trust my mental math that's about 2,000 a week for everybody so times six weeks, 12,000. There you go. Very good. That's not bad. It's way better than we did on my season. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't sneeze at that for sure. <laughs> yeah. That's before people knew what a bunch of cheap jerks they were going to look like if they didn't tip us well, though. So there's that. That's true. That's what sucks with being the pioneering season. I think. <laughs> true that. Yeah. Well, I'll let you guys get back to it. I'm going to jump out and go start okay. putting lunch together. But I genuinely, Roy, want to thank you for all of your help this season. It wouldn't Pleasure. have been the same without you. And I'm grateful for you and to you. And I'm hopeful that we'll be able to have a really good season here pretty soon to talk about with Sailing Yacht. And I definitely look forward to hearing from you again. So you guys are awesome. I love you both. And right. love uh, wish me luck. All right. Good luck. Love you too, Adrian. Ciao, ciao. Bye. 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 Yeah, I didn't want to tell you about that because I thought it would be much more fun to be. I never get to surprise anybody with anything. So. Oh, that's lovely to see Adrian uh, come on like that. Uh, I so thought nice. it would be fun. I saw the picture of her galley with that massive TV screen on Twitter she put up. Wasn't that a nice galley, though? Ooh, that was, like, nice way galley. better than what Rachel had to work with. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, mm. I wouldn't mind standing there at that island chopping onions if I got to watch TV. If I got to watch I my actually... murder channel. <laughs> I could just live there, actually. No problem at all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it seemed like, overall... I was trying to get a vibe on, see if our predictions were right on who would come back and who wouldn't. It doesn't seem like Wes is really interested. He seemed like he really missed his sailboat and wanted to get back there. So I don't see him coming back. Jake's a wild card for me. I don't know. Mm. The way Eddie was talking, I think if Eddie comes back, Jake might. Mm -hmm. I think Eddie might make a pathway for Jake to return. Probably. But other than that, I'm not sure. I think you were quite spot on earlier on about Rachel returning and Fraser probably coming back to the Chiefs too, possibly as well. But I think you're 100% with many other people out there on Rachel, guaranteed. Mm -hmm. So I think, like you said, we'll see how we can... The other thing about Jake too, if they do bring Fraser back as the Chiefs do, they have that little odd couple relationship going on that they might want to delve into further next season. Yeah, sounds right. But we'll see. Because Jake did seem a lot more together when Eddie was docking the boat. Jake seemed super confident. Six weeks of doing the same thing all the time. So he probably should have got familiar by now. Yeah, (laughs) that's a good point. But I'm just so used to picturing him as a total doofus. (laughs) I was really surprised. I kind of was taken aback like, oh, he really does know what he's doing and he's calling out the right things and Eddie's not having to tell him each time. But I'm, I would say 99.97% sure. (laughs) (laughs) That's close enough. That Rachel's coming back. Yeah. Because I do think they need someone to carry over. Because it would be very strange if it just like 
one person we know and it's complete new again it's like whoa reset button we've got to start all over again here now i think it made this season hard don't you to try and get in the groove of it with so many new faces yeah and i was talking to a friend who started watching it she's on season five og oh your neighbor yeah, she hasn't done the meds yet, but uh, I'll, uh-huh. I'll sort of get on with that. And the sailing one, she's getting there. I'll try and binge her, buy a bottle of wine, and just say, "Here you go, and watch about ten of them tonight, and get through to the next season." She's loving it, but what she can't really see, like, and you've mentioned this before, she just sees the tip of the iceberg. She just sees it's entertainment. She doesn't go into your right. uh, Angela Lansbury murder. She wrote detective <laughs> hat on and turn every leaf and every stone and freeze frame this and freeze from that. Which reminds me, which you brought up, uh, Heather's last interview towards the end of last night's program, mm-hmm. when they had sort of like the blue screen thing with her. It was long hair, short hair again. Yep. Mm-hmm. You would have noticed that one. <laughs> Once you start seeing those things, you can't stop seeing them. No, know? no, no. But, but the, <laughs> la- the last one she did, whilst it was arguing with Raina and that one, that one was basically, she was trying to go for an Oscar there because that was obviously the second edited Let's put right. this one in towards the end. And it was just so false. And those, yeah, I mean, she just was, the tears she been, and yeah. the, I can understand why she can't find it in her heart yeah. to forgive me. But did you hear, okay, what I freeze framed and rewound like three times. And then I turned on closed captioning to make sure that I wasn't mishearing last night was during their argument when they got out of the van and they're going back and forth at each other. Heather said to Raina that she wanted Raina to apologize to her. Did you hear that? No, I missed that one. Yeah. Raina says, why would I apologize to you? Ah, I remember that bit. I want to know why she expected an apology from her too, because I was baffled. I was just like, of all the people Raina should have apologized to, and there are several, Mm. Heather would not be one of them. I don't think that she owes Heather an apology. I think she owes her civility in the workplace Mm -hmm. and that's it. Yeah. But I was really surprised by that. That took me back a little like, okay, why do you think you deserve an apology? (laughs) (laughs) I think they're all going to put it down to being drunk again, aren't they? When it comes to the reunion, oh, we're so drunk, we're so drunk, we're so drunk. Oh, I can't remember saying this, I can't. And that's going to be like swept on the carpet as they say, and, and they just move on from there and uh, we'll be moaning about season 10 in a few months' time. <laughs> right. Yeah, this is the first reunion I'm not really hyped for. Usually in the Bravo world, reunions are what I look forward to Yeah. because it gives you the most current glimpse of how things are. Were things really resolved? How did they really feel? Were they being nice for the camera? That kind of mm. thing. And I don't know that we're going to get that this time. No. Well, apparently Jake's not on it, probably because of the pandemic. He couldn't fly over. Well, who knows? Uh, they really do it by Zoom now, don't they? They don't do it from the yeah. clubhouse. Um, because I can't get watch what happened live over here anymore now. We used to, but not anymore now for some strange mm. reason. So he didn't make on that. So, yeah, should be interesting. Yeah, we'll see what happens with it. I am looking forward to sailing yacht, though. Mm. I'm excited to see... Having talked to Gabby now, I've never talked to somebody. I've talked to people during their seasons or after their seasons. I've never talked to somebody before a season. I know. It's crazy. I mean, I listened to Gabby's one. She's such a darling, so fun, full of energy. And then Mm -hmm. I did my one before her, I think. Yeah. Uh, Super Mm -hmm. fans. 
And then you put that one on again about Gabby, and I just went, oh, another, and I just didn't even read the script, I just hit play, listen to it, and halfway through it, I thought, I think I've heard this one before. And then right yeah. to the end, but oh yes, I have heard this one before. And then mm-hmm. it hit me, Gabby, Gabby on mm-hmm. below deck sailing. I went to look at it and I went, that's when I messaged you, I went, oh my God, guess what yeah. I just found out. And you guys are like, yeah, we knew about 10 days, 15 years ago, Roy, you know, so don't worry about it. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't. Adrian knew, the little stinkers kept it from me. But yeah, that's why I put rebroadcast in capital letters because I don't want, I don't want people get mad at me, like say, daggone it, we've already listened to this. We don't want to hear it twice. <laughs> so oh, I thought, that- <laughs> I thought I'd show up home super sleep for the year because, oh yes, I recognize this one now. And the title actually said it as well, which I didn't read, typical male, you know, I didn't read that at yeah. all. But- <laughs> Just I, I put that. all this effort into working up titles and descriptions. Nobody reads them. <laughs> no, I think everyone else does read them except me. I don't read anything at all. You know, I'm the guy who goes to buy flat pack furniture, stick it all together, realizes it's all inside out and upside down. And I have to start again because I didn't read the instructions. Typical male. No, no. So there you go. So not everyone. I think everyone does read it. So just exclude me out of that. That's everyone. Okay. I'm just useless. <laughs> Well, let's just wrap up the season. What was your takeaway from it? If you had to rate it on a scale of one to 10, comparing it only to seasons past. Season past. Mm-hmm. This one, I'd give it a three out of 10. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. I would give it a three out of 10. I was uh, going to do four. Yeah. A four, right honest, on about that's this. generous. That's generous. Mm-hmm. Uh, three out of 10. Compared to the others, nah, they, I mean, they come and go ups and downs. They peak and then they go down. Same as the meds. Saving first one wasn't that great, but because Jenna was on that and she's a bit of a pain. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this one, I don't know if it's losing its lackluster or maybe Captain Lee's like had enough sitting in his uh, throne on the bridge, like Poseidon, everyone's visiting mm-hmm. him. And it just like not interested really. His face is like, yeah, I've done this for like nine seasons now and uh, they're telling me what to do. And I've got to be, just pretend I'm amazed or surprised. Oh, really? I didn't know about that. That's the other thing I meant to ask you (laughs) with every other season, it seems like when the chief stew was planning something, Mm. she met with the exterior crew or whoever she needed to help her out, met with them in the salon, meet me in the main salon. And this time Heather has almost exclusively done the planning on the bridge. And I wondered if that was a her thing or if that's a production thing to include Lee in more of the shots, but he didn't seem super thrilled about it. <laughs> no, I mean, his face, his face was just like, yeah, yeah, here we go. Yeah, just say what you have to say, turn the camera off and let me just go back to sleep and uh, whatever. Yeah. And <laughs> I don't know if it was supposed to put the focus on the fact that Eddie is spending more time on the bridge. I'm probably, you know me, I'm reading way too much into this, I'm sure. <laughs> but I just found it interesting. You're probably giving new direction to uh, the production crew for Blow Deck now, aren't you? So they're going to yeah. decide for your notes. Well, we won't do this. We'll do it in, the, in, in wherever. Go here and go there. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, I, I doubt Bravo is going to be hiring me on anytime you soon. You should be on the payroll, really, shouldn't you? You should be on Bravo's payroll. <laughs> Actually, they need to fire a few people, so maybe I could squeeze in uh, there somewhere. True. <laughs> yeah. So how did you take it, or for your four out of uh, ten? Same views or slightly different? Did you find it lacklustre, not exciting? 
dragged on <laughs> yeah it dragged on usually there are through lines of a plot but there are different other subplots going on and I didn't feel like there was much of that mm. I think that if I had to look back and say what was the season about all I could come up with was the Fraser Jake Raina triangle which really wasn't even a triangle and the Heather Raina fight mm. and a lot of good cooking from Rachel. Yeah. And that's about it. There's not really that much that you can pull from it. And yeah. the fact that we could do this every week and break it down shocks mm. me in retrospect because there's really not a ton to talk about. No, I think the emphasis on this uh, season was basically the editing which mm -hmm. we could actually decipher and we could actually see how, it, you know, the editing plays a big part. You know, they can make anyone shine or anyone hate completely. And mm -hmm. uh, like you said, the emphasis was basically dragging this arena thing on, on mm -hmm. and on and on. And uh, basically other stuff might have happened that might have been funny, might have been relevant, might have been whatever, but they chose to exclude it. So we never saw any of that at all. So we were right. only seeing what they want us to see and comment on, and obviously, you know, scandal and this and that you know it's good for their viewing figures and so forth like that but last week when you were talking to Taria mm -hmm. that was a really interesting podcast really really good podcast there she's and lovely you, mm -hmm. you guys hit it on the head with that one there really about you know people being portrayed in below deck and not really represented and so forth and then afterwards people mm -hmm. seeing oh it's another Raina oh it's another Lexi oh it's another Ra you know so it is getting exactly. I don't know if it's going to go that way. I hope it doesn't. Because I remember Raina mentioning that there was another stewardess mm -hmm. they had on one season who was completely petered out, edited out completely. I don't know how true that is, but it's a hard one to do. <laughs> so let's see what she says first. Yeah, her podcast airs because she kept it very vague. Mm. Her podcast airs on YouTube. It's supposed to air tonight, which is Tuesday. So by the time everybody's listening to this it'll be last night I would have heard it, yeah yeah the only clip that's been released so far she has discussed that in real time on the boat the n-word controversy was not like a main focal point it wasn't constantly being brought up the way right. that it's been shown in editing okay so that's all that we know so far but yes she did say something about someone else being cut out she did say something about them wanting eddie to replace lee she did mm -hmm. say something about production lying to her so we'll have to see what that's about plus we've got the reunion next week so there's going to be a lot to break down still, even though the season's over, we'll see what kind of aftermath there is. And then thankfully we will move on to sailing yacht and hopefully get an exciting season that rates much higher than a three or a four out of 10. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, and when one sailing's out, we would have forgotten about nine completely. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully. Yeah. Give me some brain bleach. <laughs> I'm all for it. Resellers. Yeah, <laughs> but we want to thank you all so much for sticking with us through this whole season. Below Deck Season 9 is a wrap, except for the reunion. If you could, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. That helps us a lot. And we will catch you later this week for a super fan episode with the captain of the charter boat that Adrian is currently on. So we'll hear somebody's perspective as a captain who's never filmed below deck and what his thoughts are on it. 
So catch us then. Also, if you haven't gotten a chance to check out our exclusive interview with Wes from the season of Below Deck and Gabby from the upcoming season of Sailing Yacht, you're going to want to be sure to check that out. They give us their take on watching the finale episode together and you don't want to miss it. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye-bye. Special thanks to our friends who helped us create Gangplank Report. Down below music and lyrics by Angel Tweeter Frail and Terry Abbott. Performed by Lorelei of Florida. Production assistance by Michael Castaneda. Super fan intro by Blind Lawrence. Cast off me hearties. <laughs> <laughs>